0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Football Control. This time, as you might see, it's not Adam opening the show. It's me, Armin. So (laughs) we're going to be shaking up things a little bit for you. And uh, I think you're going to like it. You're going to like it because we have the Future Talents episode now in the winter break. And we have so much to talk about. But... Before we get on the future talents, the future Armenian talents, we have to start playing Maghitarian. I mean, this guy, I you cannot love, you cannot not love Maghitarian, right? We all love. Uh, as yeah,
1: much as I we, mean, <laughs> as much as we talk about how he underperforms for Armenia, we still love. <laughs> which he does, <laughs> but still, I mean, he just breaks
0: record after record. I mean, uh, he was just. Picked uh, 10 times, 10th ten, ten year, 10th uh, year. He was the player of the year for the Armenian uh, Federation. Uh, he is the record breaker. Uh, also won Roma. He went, won Roma December player of the month. Uh, best individual performance in 2020. Like hat tricks, goals, assists. He found himself again in Roma. He, he's like legitimately
1: happy all over again.
2: Uh, yeah, back to form.
1: Back in form, I yeah. Mean, and talking about form, he's he's not only bagging goals and he's he's doing his assisting too.
2: He seems yeah. happy. Yes, he
1: does. Yeah, I
2: remember him doing that a lot for uh, Dortmund. Like he had that season exactly. where he just kept banging the goals, and, like except, constantly, like just every game.
1: Except he's a more mature player now. He has like a yeah. for I sure. Think, I think it took him like this long to figure out like. The, getting the pressure off of him, you know? He kind of had to get out of England. I mean, he just wasn't fit for
0: that. He wasn't... It's, he demanding. Was
1: yeah. Yeah. it's not for everyone. Just because you don't make it in the Premier League doesn't mean you're not a good player. But then That's again, it. like, people say that, but they also forget that he's hands down. I don't care that they gave Paul Pogba the player of the tournament because that was BS in my opinion. And yeah, many it was. In it, he was the reason why United won the Europa League, so everybody knows you... that. Yeah, I mean, well, he is so happy in Roma
0: right now, and he's been performing so well that it has basically earned him a contract extension. Uh, he will be staying in the Roman, in the Italian capital, until uh, June 2022. Like he's got, he's still got uh, 18 months ahead of him in in Italy, so. More and more contribution, goal contributions, uh, for him, other than the eight goals and seven assists. In uh, like he's got 15 goal uh, contributions so far in Serie A, which is crazy for a playmaker. Uh, he's only behind Cristiano Ronaldo, and uh, he, I I think he's like uh, very close to Zlatan, maybe Heno is ahead of him. Slatin slightly ahead. I'm not sure, but the fact that he is competing like step by step so close with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Slatin just gives you an idea of who Mkhitaryan really is.
1: Yeah, and we're talking right now, uh, as we're recording, tomorrow, I believe, Roma play Inter, and they're three points wow. behind Inter. So if Mkhitaryan has another good performance, they get three points against Inter. Roma's suddenly in second place. They're fighting for the Scudetto. It's not. It's not out of the. It's not out of the realm of possibility that Mokhtarian could lead Roma to their first Serie A title in a very long time.
2: And then we could see way, him in Champions League next year.
1: Exactly. Oh. Something we we haven't seen Mokhtarian in Champions League since. Uh, well, he did briefly with Manchester United. But anyway, it's a long overdue.
0: I don't even want to think how long Makitain has been missing the Champions League. It's, yeah, I mean, he is underrated, if you think about it as well.
2: Speaking but, of, like, the high think, performance, <laughs> it was, like, yeah. last week, his his goal, uh, Premier League, uh, on social media, they, they posted it, like, last week or two weeks ago, uh, the, the Scorching kick. kick. Yep, scorpion oh, sorry, kick. scorpion yeah. kick, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah.
1: It was the 5 year anniversary and I think damn it's been that long since he scored yeah. that. Wow. Time flies man. Yeah, time does fly. It was like it was
0: literally yesterday that Khitayen was uh, starting to show up on TV playing Champions League for Shakhtar. Like yeah. who was this guy? And look at
1: everything that he's achieved. That so, was. And you no know, yeah. you know, props to you, my, mom, my man. Yep, t- 10 times. 10 times Armenian player of the year. But, you know, he might be passing on the torch soon. Who knows? We'll see. Maybe to <laughs> your boy, Vahan. Yeah, to our boy, Vahan, oh. who, who got third place in the voting. Uh, Second place was Tigran Barserian, who, of course, had the most well assists at the UEFA Nations League. I think if it wasn't for this late and resurgence, you know, like this season, this current yeah. season, I think. Tico might have might have gotten the player of the year. But.
0: It was called for. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, well, Tico, this national
0: team season, Tico's had, aside from <laughs> actually, he's actually been uh, Astana player of the season as well. And Tikran uh, Balsefian, he's also like rumors are suddenly in the air because uh, Astana, the Kazakh champion, the Kazakh our house, they're actually facing some financial trouble, and uh, yeah, it's surprising considering all the, all the oil money uh, Kazakhstan has. But they need suddenly to cash in on uh, the the star players, maybe three or five star players. And we have some breaking news. One of the main rumors of players departing the the Kazakh capital team. Is no other than Armenian star Tigran Parzakian. Where could he go, guys? Uh,
1: I don't. You know what? LA Galaxy just got a new manager in Greg Vanni, who's a former mm-hmm. Galaxy player, and I know that there's going to be a large overhaul that's going to come with that. He had previously had talks with LA Galaxy. Uh, he has family in Los Angeles as well. I don't know. I know. I know Armin's against it because it's far from Armenia, <laughs> far from the national team, not in Eastern Europe. But I would. I think MLS <laughs> MLS is a much higher level than say uh, Which it Belarus is. Yeah. or you know oh, even no. of course. <laughs> but <laughs> so, if you compare
0: it to Russia, I mean Russia is basically one step from Armenia. But uh, yeah, I mean uh, credit where credit's due. MLS is a great league, but I hope he stays, maybe maybe he can go to Russia, like his level is good enough for the best six, best uh, European league, which is the Russian Premier League. He's good enough. Hopefully he stays there. Uh, but I don't know, man, if in the end uh, it has to do, it has to be MLS, I won't be against it. Uh, maybe you can get his autograph for us?
1: Oh, yeah, I'll go. I'll I'll. I go to Galaxy Games regularly, of course, not during the pandemic cuz it's impossible, but um I think if you have an Armenian here, he's going to see he's going to see gonna, the support. You're going to
0: invite him to a Sultani, was it?
1: No, 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 no. No, no, no. that's different. That's different. <laughs> Barskaya, I'm <Asihasantaya, Alibarskaya. laughs> <I should think. laughs> He's going
2: to
0: have
1: a glass. Yeah, a glass or two.
0: Depends on him. I Maybe, maybe, who knows? I mean, uh, Greek clubs were already pursuing Tico before he moved to Astana. Maybe it's the the chance for Greek clubs to go at it all over again. Who knows? So, uh, speaking of national team, like, we have Magitayan, our national team captain. Our national team standout in the uh, Grand Barsegian. But we have to talk a little bit about our beloved coach, Joaquin Caparros. Uh, he was uh, elected, he was awarded uh, the Federation Manager of the Year. He was pretty close, well, not that close, but (laughs) second place was (laughs) uh, Vartan Vichaksian, Vahan's father. Uh, no, was it Vartan Minasian? I know the two Vartans were on the run in the well,
1: the second place, I believe, was the under 21 manager. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, I mean, Asian is wow. a former
2: coach, so... Yeah. No, I don't think it was. He was it the was, other one. He
0: was, on, on, was uh, nominated. I'll tell you right. I mean, in, uh, in FFA... I, uh, in from what I
2: knew, he was uh, not there, though. From what I knew, he's, he hasn't... he This season, this year, he didn't really... Uh, did he coach somewhere? I remember, mm, I, if I'm not mistaken... Even,
1: wasn't it Rafael Nazarian?
0: Yeah. Second place. Uh, I think that's the one, but... I have to say, like a side comment maybe, I really like Vahan's bah- father. I li- really like how he manages clubs.
1: You're right. So you're right. Here we go. I'm looking right at it. Joaquin Kaparos with the Armenian national team had 134 votes. Okay. Vardan uh manager of Arara Yerevan, with 50 votes. Rafael Nazarian, what? who is the current under-21 manager, former CSKA uh, Armenians, with 48 mm. votes. I'm telling you, man,
0: Bartan Bichakyan, Bahan's father, he's not to be overlooked as a manager.
1: I want some future. Is that the first time a father-son duo has been like in the player of the year of top three manager <laughs> I think of the so. year top three?
2: Probably. For yeah. us.
1: <laughs> for yeah, for us for, us for sure.
0: <laughs> and for sure. And hopefully, hopefully guys. First time of many.
1: Yeah, hopefully. I I think I think if there's anyone that's likely Well, I don't know. I don't want to say that. I want to say if there's anyone that's likely to dominate this award. It'll be Vaughn. But but as we'll soon find out, there's a lot more names out there than you originally perceived.
0: Oh, we got a lot for you, listeners. So listen up. Uh, We got Armenian Premier League. I mean, we know the national team results last season. So why don't we talk a little bit about the Armenian Premier League, which has been like... uh, something we left out lately
2: yep let's just give it like a little quick uh update over it so we've got uh on top of the table ararat yerevan and with a winter break and it's uh they're with 18 points um and they've got ararat armenia don't confuse both of them by the way with <laughs> alashkert uh lori right behind with 17 and then we've got noah as well with 16 uh, at the bottom of the table, unfortunately, we have Shirak and Punic, um, but there are some uh, changes uh, into the team with yeah. some signings. So, who knows what can happen? You know, always, usually signings make a difference. Yeah. Uh, whether positive or negative. Uh, <laughs> we, so yeah. you, we have we have
1: five we have five teams right now within one win away from being top of the table. So you have you have the two Ararat clubs, you have Alashkert, Lori and Noah. They're literally like within two points of each other. That, that's insane. That's yeah. it's a very close Armenian title race, which is good because normally in the past it would be like punik or uh, or Shedak just like demolishing yeah. everyone.
2: Like so 3, 6, uh, 9 points difference kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's, like it's the so English <laughs> yeah let's uh, let's start those comparisons right but uh we still should also mention what happened to gonzasar Kapan because of the political landscape uh a lot of the players from Ganzasar, and as Ganzasar is not going to be operating as a club anymore uh, at this moment we don't know what the future really holds but um a lot of their players have been moving to other clubs around the league. Fortunately, so hope so they will be seeing some game time. But apparently, there's also some good news, right, Armin?
2: Yeah, I mean,
0: maybe not in Armenia per se until things get back to normal, which might take a while. But for our nationals, our compatriots abroad, we have some good news, and well, maybe not some so good news. Uh we have a little bit of everything wanna uh, why don't we start off with
2: the good news Chines? uh um we have uh Khorin, who's the player of the month and also the goal of the month for November by the way, not december just
0: not to get confused uh
2: again uh and that's in russia by the way so uh we've got a Two question marks uh, for Yurchenko and Kadimyan. Uh, we don't really, we cannot really suggest anything with uh, transfers because they're free agents as well. So not to comment on that from me.
1: But we, I think anything the the question really happen. becomes, yeah, we don't know. I, we have no idea. All we know both is that both of co- have performed though. Yeah, did they. I mean, of course, Yurchenko has been was one of the standouts in the Nations League. Easily, we would not have won without him. kadimian What about not,
0: Kadimian's club ses, uh, club season? Yeah.
1: yeah, he's had an unreal club season. He doesn't really perform for Armenia, but that's a whole different story. Doesn't um, he though? He does. He. Look, he's, doesn't he? He doesn't play enough. <laughs> he doesn't play enough. To him, when he starts, he doesn't really make the impact he should be making. If, if, you, if he had a name, his stats are not that great, but. His yeah. own
0: on field his own field uh, work rate is uh, very similar to other players like uh, maybe Adamian or Baidamian Khoren. Uh, okay.
1: At the end of the day, he... there's only only one stat matters, and that's goals and assists. So at, at I don't know. we if, can if, we can draw, but with national he teams you don't team? have. I I guess, but all I'm saying is that whenever he's played. Uh, so far under Caparos, he hasn't really performed, and he had a start, and he didn't. Wait, he,
0: really he didn't did. Get he did get us the the penalty that penalty. tied the game against Georgia. He did. He did get that. I'll give that to and, him. And and that's not a stat actually, if you think that's about it. That's not a stat. Yeah. Mkhitaryan, is... Mkhitaryan ended that's... up
1: getting the goal. Yeah. Well, but that, at the end of the day, uh, uh, every will oh, be the had nine, irony. nine different goal scores. Go, so. <laughs> whatever hey take, take up take either way.
2: way they should just continue like they they should in a way perform as much as possible just for the national team in a way that sounds like self-interest but <laughs> the national team is the most important thing right now yeah, like for us as a country i guess yeah and why don't we
0: actually since we're speaking of uh like enigmas what holds the future for certain players there's this. We will start the actually the young talent section with someone who whose future like he is a gem. He's a star. He is amazing. His talent is great, and uh, we're not saying this just because he's Armenian, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's actually a very good player, and uh, he is. There are two sides pushing for him. One in Europe one in this side of the of the Atlantic in in America. Who is Diran Bebekyan?
1: Well, that's a great question. And kicking off our future stars, like you said, Diran Bebekyan, twenty year old midfielder, currently a free agent. He is training with Club Bruges in Belgium, which is kind of a big deal if you think about it. He is a Los Angeles born Armenian diaspora he has spent a majority or his entire youth rather um in the mls youth system he started with the chivas usa academy which is uh has since been defunct and reborn as the los angeles football club he spent three very good years at the real salt lake academy which we know uh the friend of the podcast aleko eskandarian and Euromov Session have both played for Real Salt Lake. the uh, most armenian franchise yeah, so they are the most Armenian franchise. And he's currently training with Bruges, which is was, kind of came out of nowhere a little bit, but not that crazy when you think that he almost signed for Dinamo Kiev in twenty twenty. And so, and he does
0: have an, an, a contract with the MLS, and uh, I think I'm not sure, but I think uh, the MLS has some sort of uh, agreement. option.
1: With, yeah. With the uh, had...
0: Ber- Belgium uh, league or something. Yeah. So
1: this seems to be something that's built into a lot of MLS contracts. I don't know if you recall, but uh, when Alaco was telling us about his exactly. um, his before he signed for, uh, I believe it was Chivas before he signed for the Galaxy. Uh, yeah. They had a first option option of I think it's called first refusal in the MLS. So if no MLS clubs want the player, then the player can move abroad. That's kind of what it becomes. If if a deal can't be struck with an MLS team, then a deal needs to be struck abroad. So I think it's a can... right. Of... Go ahead. Sorry, go on. I say I think it's called right of first refusal. I think that's like the legal term.
0: It's
2: gonna Probably. be interesting,
0: guys. Extended that much?
2: Yeah, I see it though two ways. Like it's two ways though. Like okay, we, like the MLS is is in a good way that he can continue his uh um he can continue just going from one team to another. But like Rouge is also a good option if you think about it. Other than the fact that we have some other, other Armenian uh players playing there right now, mm-hmm. um they've got. The the development part for Belgium in the past uh probably the decade has been massive. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he's not Belgian. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. I was actually watching a webinar uh a few months ago for um uh something related with coaching that we did. And uh this webinar it was uh the coach educator of uh the Belgian FA. He um he mm. described he showed this graph. Uh, where the it, it shows a massive improvement of the players coming up into the national team and it the the, the line was just so low that their ranking was so bad that they just quickly just es- uh, accelerated all the way to to the top. now they're in the top five I think Belgium, uh, the FIFA ranking if I'm not mistaken. yeah, well, yeah they're, they're an amazing team. Yeah, so I think in Belgium there there's a really good uh, player development scheme. So it, it's 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 good that you know he's there. Yeah, yeah, I'd, long he haul. He has Yeah, it's all about the long term.
1: It is, and he hasn't signed a contract yet. He's just he is whether it's trial or training. We're not sure of the specifics. But he's there right now. Hopefully, something works out and he can get a contract. If not, um, you know he was playing with the LA Force, which is a uh, second, third division feeder team to the to LAFC. Uh, but that season yeah. ended short due to COVID. Mm-hmm. So
2: it,
1: he's still his, he's still young though. I mean, he's
0: for only for however long. Yeah, twenty years. Twenty years old for however long he stays in Belgium, he has uh, enough time to. Like soak everything poss- everything in possible,
1: like whatever he can. He can learn, keep learning. And, and in our experience and what we know about players that come go through an American youth system, there's always a good fallback in the MLS. So it, it wouldn't be, you know, he could not work out in Bruges, but then he could suddenly be training with Diego Rossi at LAFC. So <laughs> yeah. you, you never know. You never know. And to you're me, gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be busy, bro. Yeah, to me that sounds good. You know, I would I would be opposed to that. Uh, yeah. In terms of national team, he Ooh, is yeah. very determined to represent Armenia. He has already represented Armenia in the under 19s. He's played seven matches and scored one goal. Um, of course that playing youth doesn't That's bind good, you to the Armenian national numbers. team. Yeah, but he he wants to represent Armenia. He's made it very clear. Um. So we know that when, not if, but when Diran becomes a successful yeah. attacking midfielder, we know he will be a, a large part of the Armenian national team.
0: Go, Diran, go.
1: And speaking of large parts of the Armenian national team, I think this next player, who is someone that I all of us have fangirled over <laughs> <laughs> this past year, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this past year and he's only gotten better and we're talking about the one and only vahan bichakchan the 21 year old attacking midfielder who currently plies his trade in msk Zelina in slovakia already at 21 years old he's been uh rated the third best player for the armenian national team in the year 2020 he is a very proud gyumri born armenian who is the only player currently on our list that has made our senior national team appearances. He is a Shirok Academy product. He started there from under-18s, pushed to the senior squad. And, you know, his t- talents didn't go unnoticed. We He had offers, we know, from Benfica, from Zenit, from Galatasaray in Turkey, which he flat out refused Mm -hmm. we know of there being two italian sides one of them being fiorentina we don't know the other and two english clubs we're not sure whether those are premier league or uh, championship we don't know but in 2017 our boy vahan decided that he's going to sign a five-year deal with msk jolina great position great position and you know what it's a lot of benefits not only for him but for the armenian national team he broke into msk's first team this season he currently has nine goals to his name and two assists in 16 matches in the fortuna league and one uh uefa europa league tie which he came off the bench and for the national team his record is just as good He's had six goals for the under-19s. He had one goal for the under-21s. He made his senior debut during the UEFA Nations League campaign uh, on September 8th with the 2-0 win against Estonia. And he's featured in every match since then. And we have never lost when Vahan has played. That's a fact. <laughs> it <laughs> he is. Regis- he registered his first assist in the 1-0 win over North Macedonia to win the group. He played that uh, group-winning Group winning pass. I. Uh, so, <laughs> that's he's he has been our boy, and <laughs> his contract is going to expire in a year and a half. So yeah, it's about time that we start thinking of what is next for Fahan. Guys, what do you guys think? What's next for him? What what is he going to do? I have my thoughts. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know
0: what Channing thinks though.
2: Chod yeah, Europe. I think Europe. Europe. Europe is a uh, yeah. close country, like a close I mean, country. So, like Italy yeah, is a good possibility.
0: Narrow it down. I mean, oh, let's anything, go. Uh, give us
2: teams. Give us.
1: Give us things. Let's go. Where do you give think? Us, bah- give us the juice. We know Vahan is is a Machitarian tier. That's where he is. That's his talent. We know that he can be just as good, if not better, than Henrik. So More we see- personality. We've seen, we yeah, have more personality. We've seen where Henrik's trajectory has taken him, and he obviously took that Ukrainian Shakhtar, uh, Metallurg, Donetsk route into the Bundesliga. But we have a, a guy here who's playing in Slovakia, and he shares the same agent as Marek Hamsik. Uh, Marek Hamsik is, of course, if you don't know him, a Napoli legend. He is a Slovakian national team captain who has lost to Armenia on a couple of occasions. We'll throw that out there. So we we could see that um there's a a good strong connection with Italy.
2: Well yeah. So I would say two teams, okay? One is like let's let's think of it like a bet, okay? One would be like um, a very high high like a really high possibility and the other would be out Hi. of the blue team okay the 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 highest possibility one i would personally say is fiorentina because oh, they're nice. the kind of team where you if you know of, uh, chiesa the um, he plays in uh, juventus now yeah. he, you know like that kind of player who has movement who has speed I see him in in a way like that, but also I thought Plus, of it he like he was a, really
0: close to sign for Fiore. He was yeah, close exactly. to sign for Fiore.
2: He That's went, another he actually, uh, reason. He,
0: he actually spent a a month in uh, Firenze before going to Slovakia.
2: But okay, it's tough that they go back for him. But then again, you do you know it's a possibility. Happen. The no. other one, I thought of it like a cam, so center attacking midfield position. Mm-hmm. Which team? Produces the high pressure center attacking gig and press style. I
1: like it. I like uh, this thinking. Are you going? So, don't tell me. <laughs> Where are you, you thinking?
2: I I guessed. Sako. Uh, areas. Oh, huh? Leverkusen.
0: Leverkusen. Nice. I I I totally see him. I, I totally see him as a, a Eastern European Kevin Volant. They oh. could just get him for like Adam, two... I, I'm sorry, Adam. I yeah.
2: know you don't like him. I, I don't think Kevin... Well, I don't
1: rate Kevin Voland uh, that much as a player. Uh, okay. I,
2: imagine the benefits as well. Imagine the benefits. He will go there. He will learn how they play. He will come back and tell Kaparos everything. <laughs> not
1: only that. Not only that. And then he'll be sold to Chelsea for 85 million.
2: <laughs> Probably. He'll, he'll be. He'll be. Mean, your
0: answers... At It'll the be end of the day, Mink Inc., we have to aim
1: high. Of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Bad joke. Bad joke. Let's <laughs> look yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? Since we're going this, I'll give you my inside and my outside prediction. My inside okay. prediction, I I strongly, strongly feel he's gonna sign for Napoli. Ooh.
0: Uh,
1: I think it's, I think Ooh. I think he's gonna be a new a new winger, attacking midfielder, a new Lorenzo Insigne. They like totally. their small forwards, so yeah. I think it can be. I definitely see Fiorentina because uh, Ribery is is there right now, and you know he's nearing the end of his career, and he plays on the left wing or the right wing, depending on you know, wherever you want him. And I could see Vahan being a similar player to a Ribery. So yeah, uh, but for me, in I'd say inside, I'd say. I'd say Napoli. I think I think that's very likely for an outside team in the top five. <laughs> this is going to be tough. I don't see him going to France. I don't see him going no. to the Premier League.
2: I no. think the Premier
1: League gave up on Armenians. Um, <laughs> I'm not unhappy about it, if you ask me. You know what? I think because of the connection... Because of, the, because of this this recent uh this recent Spanish flair that's been going into Armenian football, I think a team that can come and and maybe convince him, Sevilla. That's my outside. Uh, the Caparros link. Exactly, Caparros link. I think Sevilla's Sevilla's my outside team. Uh, I think I would prefer Napoli, but Sevilla wins trophies. So since I, I think either. Since we're talking Italian sides, though, I want to throw
0: in the the third Italian alternative. Uh, not many people know this, but one of the latest uh, Gilina stars is actually now 24-year-old Denis Favreau playing centre-back at Lazio. So, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe it's Fiore, maybe it's uh, Napoli, maybe it's Lazio, who knows? Uh, you know, but I, I, I would like... I mean, go ahead, Aram, and and then I will tell you.
1: Are, are we dumb for not thinking that Romo would would want to purchase a younger, better Mukhtarian?
2: <laughs> I would not even think about that.
0: Roma has a lot of uh, like uh, trequartistas, a lot of
2: uh,
0: attacking midfielders. Yeah,
2: yeah, they they also grab them from another uh, Italian team, so. Yeah, but if you but if you tell I mean, but if you tell them.
1: You know, you you play this guy. He's literally a younger, faster, ar- and could arguably be, if given the chance, because by the time Henrik got to Dortmund, he was what twenty four.
2: Uh, yeah. So, I, if you I get this so. guy,
1: if you get this guy like three years younger, and you he plays in a top five league at the at a much younger age, it arguably has the same or better potential as Henrik. That could be an easy move sold too.
0: But is he ready for that kind of a, a jump, so, though? It depends on him. Was, was very yeah. gradual, and he would have, like Mkhitaryan would would have to lobby a little bit for, in on behalf of Bahan.
1: You know what? I think I think that's what, kind of what Armenia needs. I don't Keep I don't think done, we don't all of our players kind of go that slow building route, but you know what? Yeah. We we need a player to be thrown into the deep end and. And it's sink or swim, and we need them to start swimming to show these, you know, top five leagues. You can pick a player from Armenia, hmm. and they'll perform. So I don't know. Well, well see.
0: if anyone has the personality to do it, it's it's definitely Bahan.
1: It is, and and not not only does he have the personality, he has the price tag. He's currently Msk Zhelina's most expensive player, uh, according to Transfer Market. His value is six hundred thousand euros. But uh, we all know market value doesn't really uh, translate directly to how much it's going to cost to purchase a player. I would no, I would estimate it. I would estimate he'll go for like one no, to no one less to than two million. million. Yeah, no less than two million. <laughs> but you know what? Let's let's bring it a little bit more. Let's bring it a little bit more domestic. So we get we gave <laughs> him we gave him a diaspora Armenian. You know, we gave him, uh, we gave them someone from Gyumri. Let's pull it back in deeper into Armenia. Who do we got next, Armin?
0: Well, we were talking about Vahan, a young, sneaky, skilled, smart winger. What do we have on stock if not another Armenian young, sneaky, smart, skilled winger? We have Artem Avanesyan, born in no less than Moscow, but currently in Armenia. He is. Now on loan from uh, Ararat Armenia in Punic, where he's playing, playing a lot, playing very good. If you ask me, he um, he's great. I really like this kid. He in 2018 he moved to Yerevan after like becoming of age after turning 18. He wanted to play professionally. He couldn't uh, do it. He couldn't have his way in Russia. So well, he has. Been wanting to play for Armenia as well. So, why not give the Armenian Premier League a shot? He came to Armenia, became Ararat Armenia rotation regular, but kind of always delivered, but never was, uh, never found his way in the starting lineup. So, he, at the end of the day, he needed to keep playing, keep playing. That's how you get better, you know. And uh, Punic wanted him. Everything like uh, everything added up. He signed for Punic on loan. And currently, um, watching the Punic attack, he clicks. He just, uh, when we talk about chemistry, he is syncing very well with uh, the likes of my boy, Malakian. I I want Gore <laughs> side comment. I want Gore to, like, return to his previous
1: level. But, uh, I don't know, that kid is a... Teacher. I agree. Pretty- I love him. I love, he's, I love. You know what he has? He has that like, um, he has that like Euro position, like no, that like fighting. You know, like uh-huh. he always wants, he he always wants to fight. And I, like we haven't had a player like that in the national <laughs> team since Euro. And uh, obviously Vahan is like obviously brings a, a new sense of attitude for sure. <laughs> but like Gord is like that like he he's the real like s- like screw you you know type of Yo, player. Yeah, yeah. I, I love. He's that. I love he's that street tough. <laughs> yeah, he is street tough. The, the worst part
0: is that that's how he is without the ball like in defense and stuff but when you see him when you see when the ball gets to gormalak and it's like who is this guy he's so smooth so flared he's <laughs> he's amazing
1: i he, mean he's he, he's a good example of a of a player that when he was young tried to make that move abroad right he had a call, he had a stint in ukraine and it didn't he did it didn't wait. work out
0: I mean, I, yeah, I don't understand why he didn't like why he had to return to Armenia. Maybe it was his <laughs> his discipline or lack of.
1: Yeah, I, I from what I remember reading, uh, something that the manager wanted him to quit smoking and he didn't want to quit. I th- <laughs> I think that's, that's what right. it was. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, um, um, otherwise,
0: his his uh performances on the pitch have never been less than good.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a uh, attitude. Attitude is very important for a lot of managers, and if that's well, something that he can fix, and if if Punic have a good second half of the season and like a resurgence, maybe Kaparos might start looking his way again because he does have pedigree with the national team.
0: Yeah, I mean, Punic has so many good Armenian talents like Gormalakian or uh, another disciplinary Ished uh, Arasosbilis. Yeah. He's my favorite Armenian player. Like, hands down, the most talented, if you ask me. And another player that has had, uh, like, uh, discipline issues with the coaches, uh, routines. And uh, I think it's good, on the other hand, that Aras went to Punic, so he starts passing on the torch that we were talking about. And who else to pass on the torch if not uh, another fellow Armenian winger uh, as Avanesian? who is like 21 years old, he's a kid. And uh, in one season, he's had like uh, almost one goal in seven games. uh, 735 minutes, which basically it's seven, eight games. And uh, like, other than that, I see him as one of those players that even if he's not in the end of the play, like even if he doesn't or or assist uh, and he doesn't appear in the stats all that much. What he adds to the team, like what he adds to the to the play games, the the, the, the build up of the plays, it's a lot and the, the added value that he has for a team. Players like Alan uh it's pure talent. I mean this kid is bound for big thing, big things if he if he keeps growing as he's been growing. And uh, he's basically, he's really determined to play for Armenia.
1: And I think I think one thing we could say, if we, we look at his current club situation, he's on loan from Adara, Armenia, a club that yeah. we and a lot of Armenian journalists have rightfully criticized for not having enough Armenian players on the field. Crazy. They almost, Crazy they, I think Armin ambar Zumian is like the, the only Armenian player that starts and he's the captain. Um, And... I think if, if if Avanesian proves himself, you know, with a with a good second half of the season performance uh, with Punic, he can come back from his loan to Arara, Armenia and push for a starting place. You know, we want an Armenian attacking player uh, playing at one of the best clubs in Armenia because what what better than to have a 21 year old winger playing in the Champions League qualifiers? You know, if if Arara, yeah. Armenia do end up winning, so that's something that we can look forward to hopefully.
0: Yeah, but what if he moving back like from going back from the loan uh and Punic doesn't end up buying him for a, as a permanent deal? What if that breaks his uh his confidence, his uh, his chemistry as a whole because the one reason he's been performing this well is because he's had a great team built around and all together with him in Punic.
1: But that's what separates the good players from the great players. So, we'll Makes see sense we'll Makes see sense. yep and you know what let's move uh a little staying in armenia of course because we're talking about armenian talents and armenian talents more that play
2: talent. more, more talent, talent.
1: that's what we're bringing you more talent chadens who is next
2: we've got garen Melkonian. he's uh Urardu born, and he's raised there uh He's been in the senior squad since 2017, and uh, he's made his uh, Armenian Premier League debut at age 17 He's currently 21 years old, and the position he plays, similarly to Bichak Can, uh, is attacking midfielder. Uh, his character-wise, we could say he's a team leader, uh, definitely. Um and recently uh, he's been under the radar for some uh, for some clubs in different countries such as uh here in Cyprus Russia and uh well as predicted Kazakhstan because uh, <laughs> we course. have a lot of players around <laughs> the, those countries um so probably he he might make a move we're predicting we we think yeah. what do you guys think uh,
1: I think. I hope so. He, yeah, I think he needs to be one of those players that moves sooner in his career rather than later. He's already shown his quality, and uh, you know, not if you look back at the the players who have made their Armenian Premier League debut at the age of seventeen, you're looking at yeah. Vahami chakchan, you're looking at Henrik Mukitanyan, you're looking at Garland Mukushyan, you're looking at you know, you're looking at good players. So
2: Euro- European quality, like real quality. So here's the thing though. Like how, how can we like if we think about it in a in a not in a comparison way, but in a more of a uh observing the current status of the player. So if mm-hmm. we look at it in a Vichak Chan's way, like in Vichak Chan's uh, uh state, um what would you guys think? Like let's say uh if he's If he's if we're looking at Bichakchan as a established European uh, player, what would Garden do that would get him something, some position similar to his? Look, I I think uh, two two things. One,
1: uh, he's he's still behind Fahan, I would say, because they're the same age, and Fahan is playing in Jelena, and he already has big clubs looking at him but secondly i think the thing that a lot of armenian players and a lot of young armenian players are missing is a good someone strong in their corner you know so i yeah. to answer your question directly he needs a good agent
0: competition he, oh agent, agents, agent. Yeah. yeah
1: he needs a good agent and i think that's that's what makes the difference because if mm. you look at henrik was kind of fortunate i would say i think his if I'm not mistaken, his mom was his agent yeah. before before Mino Raiola. so you know, she was able to cut those deals in in the Ukraine, and I'm sure uh, God and Malconian's agents are are able to make those deals in Cyprus, Russia, Kazakhstan, wherever it may be. But if you want to take your player to the next level, you're gonna need an agent that's next level. you know you're gonna need yeah. an agent like the one vahan has so To answer your question directly, that's what I think he needs. I think he needs someone good in his corner that can make these moves happen. And
0: it's about time. I mean, four years playing the Armenian Premier League, uh, three years being starter. Like, we get it. You're good. You got to move on. You got to move to bigger
1: things. Yeah. And and not only that, uh, Chodron has also had a good youth national team run, right?
2: Well, yeah, uh, to add to that, actually, uh, uh, he's he's played in different levels, which is uh, a very good uh, experienced, uh, ex- he's a very good experienced player in the national team. So he has some, uh, some um, background in it. So let's get to the stats. Uh, under 17, we have nine games. Uh, so that's 735 minutes, which is one goal and one uh, assist. Uh, However, he has improved a lot in the U19 level with more games uh, played with three goals and two assists. And he's in currently uh, U21 uh, level with 12 games, uh, just one goal. Uh, So in total makes 36 games and we have five goals and three assists.
1: And so statistically speaking, he's doing well. He has 0.26 goals uh, participation per match. So he's statistically speaking, he's likely to help you score or assist in some way. The numbers are there. Exactly. He's a he's a good squad player. So it's time to make the move happen,
2: right, guys? Yeah. I think yeah. so. Slowly, slowly, I think it should happen either way. What yeah, we,
0: but what we've been seeing with many players, and I can remember some like uh, signature players from this phenomenon, which is Armenian players. Born and raised in Armenia, I mean, uh, not being able to feel confident or uh, like uh, happy abroad, it it's been happening ha- happening a lot. Uh, say like even players like Parastar Haroyan have to like said this. They have stated that it took them years to move from Armenia, and that's that's what ha- has to happen. And uh, speaking about players that actually performed abroad we're gonna mention we're gonna talk about a player that went to slovakia born and raised in armenia by the way when slovakia delivered like performed in uh, like top level and came back to armenia i'm talking about armen hovannisian he is a tall like big player fast player like you would think usually tall strikers as he is what like he is um 20 years old at center forward like a striker number nine as we say he is already at such a young age he's a meter and 90 uh, yeah 90 meters tall like uh, even then he's pretty fast for his height and that's not a usual thing even less for armenians so uh he is necessary for Armenian national team, and he's an Armenian youth national team star right now. Uh, he was born and raised in Punic Academy, but then after moving to before moving to like senior squad in, in Punic, he went to Slovakia to like the first division where he played top flight. He played uh, for this club, Zemplin uh, mihalovce which is a good club in Slovakia. He actually played a few games against uh, Vahan Pecahtian. And uh, there in Slovakia, this kid, Armin Hovannisyan, he spent his first season as a sub, right? He, like the classic, he mostly played cup ties, youth squad. He was never really considered for the senior squad in Slovakia. But in the second season, for some reason, it was about, like, it will, it, it just happened. It was his time. He became senior squad rotation player. He started to perform. He started to deliver. And I actually watched a few of his games in uh, the Slovakian Premier League or whatever it's called. And, and he's great. I, I, I really, really like what he saw, guys. I, what I saw. I mean, he scored a bunch of nice goals, whatever nature. Like, he's very versatile. As I said, he's, he's tall, thick, but still he's fast. One of his goals was like dribbling all over the pitch. Uh, another goal was in the box. Uh, you got your header goals, of course, for like tall forwards. Uh, he's an all-around great uh, striker. I I love this kid. Like uh, I I'm very hopeful about him.
1: Fortuna Liga, to answer your question. That's what the Slovakian. Hey, go, that's
0: the one. That's <laughs> the one. You must know.
1: So like, uh, our. Armen Hovanesian basically shined the most early in his career uh, representing the Armenian under 19s. In his 25 appearances for the under 19s, he had 7 goals, which is a pretty good ratio considering if you look at the results of Armenian youth teams. Exactly. He is he is definitely a shining light, but it's unfortunately not usual to score goals for Armenian youth teams. Exactly. And 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 unfortunately, you know, he did come back from Slovakia but he came back to a very even more unfortunate gonza so well, silver lining
0: I mean like uh, a door closes another one opens sadly Ganzasar as we know had to end the season due to due to kapan being up uh, on well being uh in in the midst of conflict in the geopolitics but uh, maybe that is the sad the Ironic opportunity for him to move elsewhere, maybe another Armenian top flight team, maybe abroad, because he's we saw like we have proof that he has what it takes already at 20 uh, to make it abroad.
1: And, you know, so I'm looking at who his representatives are and his representatives are Legal Sport LLC, the same agency uh, that manages gevor Kazarian. So, oh,
0: that's interesting.
1: A majority of their players play in Armenia, but they also have Arman Hovanesyan, who plays in Kazakhstan. They I love also, that guy. They also have Mardig uh, Mardigian, uh, who doesn't represent Armenia, but he represents Syria. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They also manage him as well. So you know what? You know, and, and he's obviously young. He's only 20. He's a striker. He's been proven abroad. Maybe his agency can push him to Cyprus.
0: We should push them.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should push them. Let's send out some e- we'll send out some emails. We'll put out we'll put out the word. <laughs> so hopefully, I'll get to see him here. From uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you know, give him a he's call. He's good That's enough. It. He's more than good enough. <laughs> he's more than good enough, he's proven it. Um, and hopefully that move happens. I'm sure it will. I I don't think a young player like him is gonna is just gonna sit and wait. So, I'm sure there's something youth going on Youth national team seats. star. Yeah, he's he's definitely youth national team star. He's a person that is um is is going to get a lot of attention, but speaking of another youth national team striker who has gotten a lot of attention, Chadens. We've striker got striker
2: Kurbasian. Yep, and, he's a striker, he's a center forward uh and he plays for Rot Weiss Koblenz, Germany. Uh we at this point we're Good just jumping back and forth yeah. with uh, we're just jumping back and forth with these countries. Anyways. <laughs> I uh, like that pronunciation in German. Yeah, I I, I tried my best. <laughs> um, it's
1: like Ruth, Ruth Weiss. <laughs> Ruth Weiss Koblenz. Something like that. I don't know. I've been to Germany once.
2: Same. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we've got a uh, he's uh, character-wise again we've got another leader uh, for the youth national team of course uh, he's he as I said before he's 20 years old so he represents the U21 uh, team but also he's the captain which is quite interesting uh, he's played for In case uh, we're
0: wondering if he was a leader or not
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's why you know he is i guess that's a leader um, <laughs> he's uh he's in uh u 17 for 2 years uh which actually as a fact is the largest armenian community in germany so i hope there are some listeners out there uh from there um and uh so he made a really good impression there uh for the youth national team and uh gruther gruther uh, fourth signed him, so we see a very good similarity of this approach with uh saki Zadamian, uh yeah which yes. I would like to add to that um let's say if he uh soon uh hopefully he joins the national team uh other than uh Armin Hovani-Syan, Who's uh, that kind of player? Who's tall and he's uh, he's strong. Who's probably going to be playing as a target man. I think Hermann yeah. could be uh, since he's also he's he he comes from a German uh, background uh, of uh, clubs. He could be that kind of player who's very active uh, in the attacking in attacking uh, way. So let's say Gegenpress, Press, as I mentioned before, uh, or even this four three three system. So um being that center forward who gets the ball and uh makes make these uh Yeah,
0: like uh like supporting the, there the we go. number nine.
2: There we go, exactly. False nine. Something like Firmino who does it in Liverpool. Um uh, he would basically give, be giving the options for our other players to open up and score goals. Yeah, uh, they're they're both good. Yeah, they can complement each other very
0: well.
1: So the so we're talking about a future. We know Armenia is gonna probably stick with a four four two. So we're talking about a future duo up top
2: yeah. uh, oh, between Kurvashan and
1: Hovanesian, who can hold the ball up, interchange, good passing. Uh, they're fast. They're tall. They. actually, they actually, play. I don't understand, bro. I don't understand why they
0: don't play together all that often in the in the youth squads in Armenian youth national
1: teams. Like, is that though. Yeah, I, but I, I think it comes down to um uh the trend of oh everyone in Europe is playing a one striker formation yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just that's how it is you're playing a 433 or you're playing a 4231 so it's you yeah, know but or something i some remember
0: irritation. i remember so many times
1: where like uh, they both should have been
0: called and it was either one or both or neither like uh, i can't recall of many times they've played together which they should by now yeah, they they should and you know uh I mean, he look at both. Look at both their goal coefficients for Armenian youth national teams. They're, very similar.
1: <laughs> very similar. They're like the same. Yeah, and and they're the same. Like we said again for uh, for Hovanesian, for uh, they they score a lot for a team that doesn't score a lot. So I think. Imagine if they did it together. Yeah. So he's currently playing in the fourth division, correct? Rotweiss is a fourth division side, and just pretty at, good at his age. Uh, Sargis Aldamian was playing for Hansa Rostock's uh, second team, so he's, which was in the fifth tier. So he's one yeah. tier higher one year earlier. Uh, so if he has a similar trajectory to Sargis Adamian, uh who ended up making the Bundesliga 2 only, what, four years ago at the age of 23. So if we're talking at... at in the next three years, if Hermann can become a Bundesliga player, which is very possible because he has spent his entire youth career in Germany, we're mm. looking at a very, very strong striking option, a long-term
0: yeah. option. And and he's like German quality. Like he's not good just for Eastern Europe. He's good for like even Germany or Central or Western Europe and uh we have him good enough in terms of ta- of talent and quality and good enough in term of, in terms of personality so i can see him do that i can see him
1: get to it so let's uh let's hope that he does well for rotvice let's hope that he makes a good uh, impression and uh we know that scouts in Germany do look at the lower tiers they do look at the lower divisions and yeah they do they they will pay attention to Armenians because Sargis Sadamian has been uh, if anything of a very good advertisement for a young Armenian player who spent his youth career in Germany and what types of products you know and outcomes can have that from that because so he went to Hoffenheim and Every single time he's on the pitch, he does well. Of course, he's been has has his injury issues and the COVID issue, but uh, every time he's on the pitch, he performs. So, hopefully, Herman can follow a very similar trajectory. But last but not least, moving on to our final player for this iteration of Armenian Future Stars, Uh, we have going
0: home for you.
1: Yeah, we're coming, coming back home, bringing it back to the U.S., <laughs> bringing it back to the United States. So so far we've been in Germany, we've been in Slovakia, we've been in Armenia, we've been in where else? Uh, Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> we've been in the United Russia. States, Russia, and so we're bringing it back, bringing it back to Los the United Angeles, States. Los we're Angeles, Los <laughs> Angeles. <laughs> I know, I know my Tata. You know your Tata. <laughs> We're talking about Daron Iskandarian, the 18-year-old attacking midfielder who currently plays for Barça Academy AZ. He is a Los Angeles diaspora and Armenian who spent 4 years of his time at the LA Galaxy Academy system up until the U17s. In 2019, he spent 1 season at CF Gava's youth squad in Catalonia in Spain at the age of 17, so he was playing a couple levels above where, you know, where his age group is. He rejoined that Galaxy under 19s to finish school and he moved to Real Socal, which is uh, Real Salt Lake's second team. He received offers from La Liga clubs in Spain and American colleges, but according to an interview he did, he turned those down to pursue a full professional career in Europe. He recently signed with the Barcelona's academy in Arizona called You heard Barcelona that right, AC. Yeah, so this is Barcelona like the like actual Barcelona, Barcelona you know Messi ba- yeah. Yeah. Suarez Bar- Bar- you know Barcelona. Neymar Barcelona <laughs> so we're um we're looking at someone who has a very good opportunity to be the first Armenian player to play for FC Barcelona and I know that that concept sounds crazy to everyone but here's how it works so with barcelona az you get a trial at fc barcelona once a year where a handful of players are selected to join fc barcelona and that could be at any level that could be they're under 19 under 20 under 21 under 22 uh barcelona b or barcelona a so several of these Several players that are currently in the MLS have come through Barcelona AZ Academy, including uh, some MLS Cup winners, including some players at LAFC, Real Salt Lake, uh, New York City FC. They're all around the league uh, because these players have gone on trial at Barcelona. And Barcelona AZ is a club that a lot of um, American MLS clubs really keep a close eye on. So basically what they do is they see these players that... Barcelona is looking at and then they kind of just steal them away from them. So there's a very, very high chance okay. that Daron well Daron's definitely gonna go get a trial at Barcelona. And sooner or later, <laughs> if he doesn't get an offer from Barcelona, he is one hundred percent likely to be offered a full pro contract in the MLS next season. You heard that so we have a and Barcelona AZ have have had some let, let's let's list off some of the teams. So in the past four years, Barcelona AZ have had players sign in the MLS for LA Galaxy, LAFC, New York City FC, Real Salt Lake. If we're talking abroad, they've signed with uh, they've signed players with C.D. Leganes in Spain, FC Schalke Nolfia in the Bundesliga, and Liverpool. <laughs> There's a, a, one Barcelona AZ kid signed for Liverpool Football Club. That's the Liverpool Football Club. And that's so, pretty good, isn't it? That's insane. So we I'd have a say, kid who has an opportunity to play trial at FC Barcelona. If it doesn't work out, it's very looking very likely that you know LA Galaxy or LAFC are gonna want a kid that's young, that's good, that's talented, which is also a plus. And there's also an outside chance of other European teams coming in for him. In terms of national team prospects uh, and. You're you're asking, okay, guys, this kid's crazy. How come I've never heard of him? You've never heard of him because obviously you don't do the research like how we do. But (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people do their research on this kid. He's been invited to the USA Under-15s twice. So he's clearly on U.S. soccer's radar. Similar Aleko story. He's on the U.S.'s radar. But – he has played under 15, 16 and 17 for Armenia and he's made it very clear he wants to represent Armenia internationally. So that he's already on the FFA's radar. So despite interest from in US <laughs> soccer, Doton wants to play for Armenia. And, and
0: I believe that as long as he like uh, as long as he doesn't make it as far as say Liverpool or Shaka, uh <laughs> There's a pretty good possibility that the U.S. are not going to push for him all that hard.
1: Yeah, probably not, because he's already made uh, a good indication that he wants to be uh, an Armenian star. Exactly. So So if he goes to MLS, who knows? Especially L.A. Yeah. The Chadens Liverpool. Liverpool's a possibility. Liverpool (laughs) looks at Barcelona AZ. How does that make you feel?
2: Well, it's actually the team that I like, so it's quite <laughs> insane. Yeah, quite yeah. Ins- I- So, challenge would you
0: choose, like, that on going to Liverpool and, and ending up playing for the U.S.? Or, say, uh, I don't know, Leganes, or maybe an even weaker team, so you, like, uh, who knows, like uh, Belgium, or uh, uh, like uh, AZ Altmar, or Ajax, but he plays for Armenia. What would you choose, club I or country? I would
2: choose whatever he chooses. That's best for him. Look, we just I, want him to uh, succeed. So we well, okay, South
1: Armin, South North your your question's kind, Armin, your question's kind of unfair because he already clearly indicates he wants to play for Armenia. He's not going to uh-huh. play for the U.S. So it's uh, the best club he can get into. Go for it, full uh-huh. speed ahead. Yep.
2: So that <laughs> we can have him play for us. We're rooting for him. Yeah, we are. Yep. Man. We're
1: not only rooting for Daron, but we're rooting for every single one of these players that we've listed in today's episode in part one of the future stars of Armenian football. Uh, so until, much talent. Uh, there's so much more talent. We have a couple more sets coming your way. So until the next set of players, this has been Football Gentron. I have been Autumn. Uh, Armen Chadens, thank you for joining today. This was fun. Until the next set. Goodbye.